The reason why I had the time clock going on, the mission impossible, life, you cannot get through this mission that God's called us to. It is impossible to get through it unless you have Christ Jesus and that Holy Spirit living within you. So with that time clock ticking down, I believe that we're at the 11.59 and 59 seconds point in time when we're counting down to the clock of what's going on. Um, I'm going to share with you guys something called eschatology, and it's basically study of the end time stuff. And it, it, eschatology is um, God loved you guys so much that he put things within the Bible to tell you guys to keep an eye out for, to be prepared for what might happen. Um, um, as, as Blair had shared, I'm an elder here at Waipuna Chapel, and I've been attending Waipuna, Waipuna since 2003. Um, some of it, you may have, I don't know how many of you guys may have been at the sports camp this past summer, but I shared a gospel message at the sports camp, and I actually had to horsey back Blair across an area. So, so just to get, if you guys remember that, if you guys were there, that was the guy that did the horsey backing of Blair. So, um, I am, I'm a dad. Uh, my daughter, I have a one, one child. She's a senior at Kamehameha School. Her name is Kaylee. Kaylee Tuzon. She's a senior over there. So, yeah, that's my daughter. Um, how many of you guys actually go to Kamehameha? Two of you guys. <laughs> um, the reason why I asked that, were any, of you, were any of you guys on campus when they had that mock lockdown of an active shooter? Exactly, it was uh, Miss Yachts, that's right, I couldn't, yeah, they had an actual lockdown, it was, yeah, but yeah, Miss Yachts went ahead and threw a, oh, um, you're on video, Miss Yachts, but guess what, you're, you're, you threw a chair at the active shooter that they did, the reason why, some of the stories that you hear from that, my daughter was saying that one of the kids went ahead and picked up his cell phone and called 911, and the, re- the, the reason why they had to do that, they had to make it like a real live event. And some of the stories that you hear was they called 911 and the operator is answering the phone, talking to them. And the operator was, thought it was a real deal, thought it was a real thing going on. Unfortunately, the mock guys, the police officers that was making this acting stuff forgot to tell 911 that this event was going on. So here you had all these operators standing behind the operator who was taking the phone call going, oh my gosh, I got so-and-so there. I got so-and-so there. I got my nephew here. I got my niece there. So they were freaking out going over this thing. They weren't aware that it was, um, that this event was going on. But why does the school, why did the school do that for you guys? Prepare you, right? To prepare you at any moment, at any time that something can happen. And that's what God is always telling us to do. He always wants us to be prepared. Um, at any moment, at, someone could come, someone could come and get you. Or, and there's both ways to those stories, that someone can come and get you. There's those that believe that God can come and get you. You have to be prepared for that. And there's those that say that there's another one that wants to get you and wants to get you away from God. So that's those who are to get ready because there's one that will protect you, that will take you away from God, and there's one that God that wants to get you. So it's just basically getting you guys into that mindset to be prepared for it any moment at any time. So what Kaipo was sharing with you guys was over here is his First Thessalonians 5. So I'm going to go ahead and read some of it. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, 
For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, I'll get to that peace and safety later on. Safety can also mean security. Then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor, pains upon a pregnant woman. And they shall not escape, but you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that the day should overtake you as a thief. So that's why I'm talking to you guys about being prepared. You guys, the kids at Kamehameha schools, as well as um, the other schools, Kekaluke had an actual lockdown as well. So you have these schools that are being, you have to be prepared at any moment, at any time, that something can happen. Um, What is the day of the Lord? It basically talks about that here, is that for you yourselves know, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. In the night, the day of the Lord. This is what Isaiah thirteen six says. Well, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as a destruction from the Almighty. Isaiah thirteen nine. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. He will destroy its sinners from it. It's a it's a dreadful day, for those who aren't believers. It's also a glorious day for those who are believers. But that's why you're always prepared, waiting for that day, not knowing when it's going to happen. What God also says is it comes upon a woman like lab- a person, like as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. So as a woman's about ready to give birth, the labor pains get quicker and quicker and quicker that it starts to happen. There's information that you see within the Bible that says that there will be times and seasons, there will be signs in the skies, signs on this earth. There will be earthquakes, there will be famines, there will be wars and rumors of wars. Those are all the things that we're seeing right now, this very time. And there's been an increase of that. They even hear people talking about climate change. But there's also things of where earthquakes are increasing in, mat- in frequency, as well as there's more volcanoes that are going off right now, this present day. But God told us, don't be in darkness. Like how they were prepared over here to sing, how that light made them glow up here as they were sharing, is that we are called to be light. Don't be in darkness. Make sure that light is lit up for you so that you can see the path that God has for you. Don't be mistaken and not keeping that light on. As we continue with the verses, you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you you also are doing. So it tells us to what? Comfort each other. Knowing that this day could come, the reason why you're comforting someone is that you're comforting them saying, do you believe in Christ? Yes, you do. I'm comfortable. Don't worry about things. Worry. I'm no longer a slave to fear. You don't have to worry about this stuff because you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, if you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's when the red flags start flying up and you should be aware for this time will come. There is only one comforter, and that comforter happens to be Jesus Christ. He is the one that can inspire and comfort you to get through every single battle, every single situation, every single time that you're going through. 
And continue with the verses. Be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly. Comfort the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. For you do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. That is exactly what the Bible says in the upcoming chapters of um, God wants us to be prepared. Let us watch and be sober. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what God wants us to have. We have to obtain that. That's his free gift to you guys. Hold on to that free gift. It's freely for you. Now the thing is that God wants each and every one of us to be saved. Saved from what? You guys know? Saved from what? Saved from judgment. Saved from judgment from him. He cared about you so much that he doesn't want, he judged somebody so that you don't have to be judged. And what does it say about that? In Matthew 10, 22, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. God calls all those who are saved. He has in verse Matthew twenty four thirteen, but he who endures he who endures to the end shall be saved. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he endures to the end shall be saved. He repeats it again over here. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And Luke one seventy one that we should be saved from our enemies and from of the from the hand from the hand of all who hate us. You guys get it? We have to be saved. And who's the one that hates us? Who's the one that hates us? This dude. Yeah. Satan. He's the one that wants to take you. He's the one that wants worship. He's the one that wants to take your worship away from God. He's the one that wants you to worship him. He wants you to no longer have faith and trust in the creator of this earth. He is the God of this world, as the Bible says. He he also makes some religions believe that they can become gods as well. And he will actually put a leader on this earth that people will come and actually worship him. This is a verse from Revelation 13. He, Satan wants to put a leader on earth that you'll actually bow down and worship him. He's known as, he's known as an antichrist. But he, decide, he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs. So this is talking about that guy who is going to be put on the earth. He deceives those who dwell on the earth by, the, by those signs which he, he granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast. He was granted power to give breath 
to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand. King James Version says, on the inside of their right hand, or on their forehead. It's all King James says, on the inside of their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast. Excuse me, mark of the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. His number is 666. This is where you guys hear that demonic word, 666. So don't be fooled by this. When this technology is coming around where you can't buy or sell, they're slowly changing your attitude of how technology is coming about. I'm going to the store now and purchasing things just by using my, what? Apple Pay. Technology is there now. You can use Apple Pay to buy things. But now technology, you think about this. You think of the fact when this was written (coughs) 2,000 years ago, when John wrote this. He saw somebody come up to a store, grab an item, go up to a possibly palm print, thumbprint, handprint, and walk out the store. Now, here's a guy who has never seen television before 2,000 years ago. They go get an iris scan, and he's thinking, oh, maybe that's the forehead. But this is some of the technology that's coming around. But don't be fooled by this. This technology is there that we can use it now, but don't. When, it, when they make it mandatory for you guys to take this mark, that is when your red flag goes up and you say no. The reason why you say no is in chapter 14. It says, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, that he, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Take this serious, gang. This is seriously what he means, is that don't take this particular mark. God will not take this lightly. You cannot take this mark. It says it right here that you're going to get this type of punishment on you. He won't understand. He goes, We'll find out. I'm not there yet. Uh, it will, it will it'll get there. Okay? But... Yeah, it's, it's, he won't, under, God won't understand why you would take it. Now, now, if you tell God, God, I'm hungry, I need food, I can't buy or sell unless I take that mark, and God says, no, don't take it. Rather, you starve and not take the mark. What did it say here? <coughs> exactly. So why would you even want to get rid of it, or why would you even want to take it? So it's good. Okay, so it, it, I'll get to that, and I'll get to more technology in the sermon, though. So, but that is, it, it, I'm just sharing with you guys, don't, when it comes mandatory, that you have to take it. Don't ever take it, okay? When they force it on you to take it. Now, it says on the inside of your right hand or inside of your forehead, that's what it's actually talking about, is that don't take it. 
Now, here's an interesting letter. W. You guys ever realize that W, you think about it? What does, what does the word say? Double U. Right? One U, another U. It's a double U. Why? It's about you. Excuse me, let me Snapchat myself. Or let me do a selfie of who? Of you. Let me go, let me, let me see if, how many likes did I get? Oh, about me. It's a U, 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 a W. Do we ever see a W in technology? W, W, W. Okay. All right, so now you have WWW. It's all about you, 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 you. Okay? Now this is getting pretty deep. You look at this picture right here. You have a teacher teaching about the letter Vav in the Hebrew language. The letter Vav, guess what number letter that is? Six. You see the way Vav is shaped? It looks almost like a seven. So here you have the sixth letter, the sixth letter, the sixth letter. Vav, Vav, Vav. And guess what it's called? It's called the World Wide Web. What is a web used for by a spider? It's called to be spread out and capture you. The spider captures you and he holds you within their web and he comes and he encases you with his web so that he can suck the life out of you at any moment at any time. And here's an interesting way of putting vav, vav, vav together. Okay? Now, this is a revelation that I, I had no idea of what this would be when I was putting this sermon together. I always knew that this vav, vav, vav was located in monster energy. But if you look at the letter vav in this, it looks like a stake. It looks like a, a nail. God cared about you guys so much that he would take Vav, Vav, and Vav for you so that you don't have to take it. That's how deep God cares about this, that even the demon knows that those are the three stakes that was placed within God's hands. And God says, I'll take the mark so you don't have to take it. Vav, Vav, Vav. You don't need to take that mark. I will take it for you. Okay. Satan doesn't have the abilities of God where he can know all things. God knows all things. God is the one that knows every thought that comes into your head. God knows every voice that comes out of your mouth. God knows every single action that you do. But Satan doesn't know this. So what does he have to do? He has to create the technology in order for you guys to do so. And here's some of the technology that we actually have. How many of us have this? How many of you guys have a smartphones? <laughs> okay, don't worry. How many of you guys ever had mom and dad scold you for being on it too long? I mean, it's, it's something that you're always using. And then once your battery runs out, plug it in and you continue to use it, right? So you can continue to finish your stuff. That's exactly what's going on with that thing. 
Is that some of the technology? And then what happens when you hang out with your friends? See the amazing conversations that they have with each other. They're communicating with each other in an amazing way. They're missing reality, gang. Like I said, from John's point of view, there's voice to the image of the beast. As your electronic devices have voices. Yes, it does. It speaks. From John's point of view, it's a speaking image. And then once you're done with your cell phone, what do you end up doing? You get on TV. With the smart TVs now, it has the ability to look at you. It can watch you. There's some of the technology right now. Recent information just came out that the smart televisions, going back almost seven years, has had the ability to watch you from home. And then you get to see what you look like in front of the smart TV. And then you end up looking like this, too. And then you look at that. That's a real bad photo. But these are some of the things that we are worshiping the image of the beast gang. It's just pictures of people. When you, when you do a, a word search of people standing in front of a television, this is what you get. Okay? It was an interesting video trying to get these screenshots. But then now there, here's this. What is 5G and how will it make my life better? I listened to a guy named uh, Rick Wiles. He sp- speaks in a, uh, He went to the Nas- International Communications Conference in, in um, Spain. And in this conference at Spain, they were talking about 5G technology. Right now, here I am at Waipuna. I'm getting LTE, so I'm basically getting 4G technology. 5G technology is instantaneous okay it's instantaneous so boom everything is communicating so right now if i had 5g technology somebody wanted to know exactly where Dwayne was he's standing right in front of a stage in waipuna chapel they know my exact location by the inch with 5g and then if somebody who knows it Whoever has information knows exactly what 5G is. So it's instantaneous. Okay? So this is the technology that they're talking about that they ended up speaking about at this technology show. Okay? There's a company called One... Okay, pay attention. There's a company called OneWeb and Airbus. They're building a factory next to NASA right now to where they can produce three to four low-flying satellites that they can launch these things above us. They want to produce all of these where the technology is so fast that every single inch of this earth will have free Wi-Fi or there will be Wi-Fi available. Okay, every single, why? Because Satan wants to know exactly where you are. All right? Now let's say you take a mark of the beast on your right hand or your forehead. You're no longer cooperating. You don't have to carry cash with you anymore. You got, go to the grocery store. You want to buy an item. And they're like, uh, no, you're a Christian. It's registering on top of the, the cash register. You're a Christian. You don't know. You can't buy this. We're going to freeze your funds. We're in charge of your money, not you. So that's a part two. I don't know, what other pay, I don't know the payment scales of all this. 
that's, that's one thing about this, is this, with this technology, it's here. It will be ever-present. That's the concern that I have with this 5G con- technology. What's interesting about this is that there, with this type of technology, it will be all these computers. Imagine all of our phones communicating right now, utilizing the wisdom that it has so that it can figure out and process some sort of information. It's able to intertwine with each other in order to communicate. They're all communicating to get the right answer. So what does it say in Daniel? It says people will be traveling to and fro and knowledge will increase. Knowledge is increasing. Knowledge is at the tip of my hand over here. There's even going to be self-driving cars. Yep, exactly. So Google is going to process. You have the Google cars. They're already trying to have the self-driving car. But they want to put the technology into every single one of the cars. Let's put it this way. To where the cars are going at ballistic speeds. Imagine that you guys wanted to get to um, Honolulu Bay because surf was up. Okay? And you just go ahead, and what can you do right now? You can get on your Uber app, and you can select Uber. They'll come and pick you up, and they'll take you over there. But because all the cars are automatically driven, they're intertwined with each other, there's a 5G technology. They'll all be going to Honolulu Bay at 80, 90 miles per hour. And if you want to think you can drive with this technology, you won't be able to keep up with it because you can't respond as quickly as this 5G technology is. That's what they want to do with that. Now, if you're not, yeah, so what might go out of business is car insurance because no cars will be crashing into each other. Parking lots will probably go out of business because nobody's going to be parking their car because it, you have to possibly subscribe to the purchase and to get from one destination to another. But guess what? Somebody else is in charge of running the car. Somebody else is controlling it. That is where the technology is getting to. So much so that there isn't, there's even major robots research that's going on, okay? There's the robot battles that you guys see that you may have heard of. There's robotics at Kamehameha. I know that they have that. Did they have robotics? Did they have robotics at Kekaulike as well? I'm not too sure, but there's robotics. The major, there's some companies that are investing in robotics that takes, that kind of concerns me. One is Amazon as well as Google. Both of these are companies that are currently heavily involved with robotics. There's also the United States Pentagon. They're currently trying to create a robot that will fuel itself off of human flesh. Exactly. It, the, for those who didn't hear, the Pentagon is actually creating robots that will fuel itself off of human flesh. So once they're in the... They're communicated with 5G technology. They go to battle. They take care of what need, whatever the commander says. And in order to fuel themselves, they will, conti- they will just eat the human flesh to fuel itself to continue on. So notice I said the word Google. Google is one of the technologies here. So here you have Chrome. You see Chrome? How many of you see this number six? And another six, and another six. Google Chrome is an example of the 666 technology, the World Wide Web that captures you in. And, and how is Google? Let's go check out what the CEO of Google said. Eric Schmidt, who's the CEO of Google, said, 
Google's policy is get right up to the creepy line and not cross it. He said, I would argue that implanting things in your brain is beyond the creepy line, at least for the moment, until the technology gets better. Then things got even creepier when Schmidt said, we don't need you to type at all because we know where you are. We know where you've been. We can more or less guess what you're thinking about. Then he paused and asked, is that above, is that over the line? Clearly the creepy, this creepy virtual line of Google is not just to not just a moving target, but a highly subjective one. How do they know when they've crossed it? Perhaps the more appropriate question is, ask is how many lines does Google have to cross before its executives realize, before we realize that they're doing evil? We don't know with this. Now this is where some of our technology gets even more weird. Not more weird, more amazing. This is a this is a substance called graphene, okay? It's graphene is, it's, graphene is this material that they make out of graphite where it's thinner than a piece of paper. So they can make this sheet of graphene. That's just some of the technology where it's thinner than a piece of, it's thinner than an atom. It's an atom thick, excuse me. It's an atom thick, there you go. So it's a thickness of an atom, all right? Now with this technology, it, they find that it has unbelievable, it has unbelievable um, electric capabilities. In other words, it stores electricity at an exponential rate. So if you made a battery out of graphene, it might be nine to 10 times longer than the present battery today. So like, let's say you drove a Nissan Leaf, you know, the car that every high school kid wants to have. Okay, so that one you get that Nissan Leaf, it has a 100 mile capability. One charge will give you close to 900 to 1,000 miles capability with, by changing the battery into a graphene. Video screens. This graphene is so strong that you could actually get a video screen, the size, thickness of an atom, and there's your new phone technology. It's thin or thinner than this piece of paper, okay? And it's flexible. So graphene is gonna be also the new technology that they wanna make the silicon, instead of having silicon chips inside of your phone, inside of your computers, they wanna make it out of graphene. In other words, making it super duper thin. And where could you put this technology? On your skin, on your right hand forehead. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's actually might be low, low end technology compared to the graphene, what they'll be able to do. So this thing is a thin membrane. Now, this is what's even more interesting is that they found that graphene with your spines in your back, your brain is communicating using electrodes. Ele it, it uses, elect I don't know how to explain it, but it will communicate down your spine. So this graphene is so thin that they, at Rice University, they've even studied mice where the back hind legs were paralyzed. 
and they put this graphite, graphene on top of the spine of the lab rats. And now the rats have ability to use their legs. All four legs are using. So when you look at, I mean, if you want to think about it this way though, is that your body will be able to compute and compute if you put something on the inside of you, will be able to fix itself in an amazing way. You think of Logan on top of X-Men. He gets a cut and your body explodes and starts to heal it instantaneously. But that's because you chose to take that mark. Something on the inside of your hand. But here's a part that talks about it in the fifth trumpet. In those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die and death will flee from them. Is that what God talks about that? Is that you have taken this particular mark where you believe that you can be indestructible, that you can live forever. What a greater way to entice people to take this particular mark on the right hand or your forehead, in the inside of your right hand or your forehead. Awesome way to entice people to do that. But guess what? God knows, God is the author of men. And what happens? What is our false beliefs that we do now? Pokemon Go. We're going around going, looking for what? What are those action guys called? Charizard, but you're always, you're going on that technology and you're going and hunting for things that are not there. There's an item here and it's not there. Yes, go with your question. I don't know, not too sure. I've never played this game, so I can't tell you. <laughs> All right. So that's the thing, though. But that's, that's what was interesting is when this first came out, we had a bunch of kids running around outside of our house, going, doing laps around our neighborhood. And they're over here with their phones like this. They're hunting it down. Now imagine this technology is turned around, and guess what? Now you have an iris scan. You have glasses. You have... Uh, contact that you put inside of you that you can see live updated information in front of you now I'm looking at Blair I'm like she doesn't terminate it exactly I'm looking at Tim terminated terminated I'm looking at Jay terminated I'm looking at Brooks terminated because what you guys are not a believer now it's telling me that that guy don't have a mark 5g technology police boom shows up because they recognize a person that doesn't have a mark bam you're not worshiping the beast. We'll take care of you. That's why we go back about this. This is what First Thessalonians means to me. And it says, pray without ceasing. We don't know when the time or day is going to be. We don't know how it's going to be. But God wants you to pray without ceasing. You think you can get caught up and I can possibly take this. No, no. Pray without ceasing. Have wisdom beyond your years. Don't be misinformed. Pray without ceasing. And I'm talking on a personal relationship side. From what I've, this is my, what has happened to me in my prayer life, is that because I've read the Bible, I've asked God questions, and he says, you need to turn to this chapter. And God answered my question in that chapter. 
I'll pray again, Lord, what shall I do with this? Or what is this that I'm studying? What can you share with me? Turn to this chapter. And he points me to a chapter, scripture, chapter and verse, and it's in regards to what I'm studying. That is what I pray that each and every one of you guys have, is that inner communication with the Lord, the Holy Spirit. And you go, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he goes, turn to this chapter. And you go to that chapter and it's there. Hey, one great thing about this technology is that, bam, you can see it's right there. You can pull up your Bible verse and go right there. That's an amazing thing. It's a technology that we can share the gospel with. We will use it to its full potential so that people will know the Lord. But guess what? Pray without ceasing. If you don't even have a relationship with the Lord, you need to have that relationship. You need to read your word because if somebody says something in a book and you don't believe it, or you're like, okay, this is what God says. Like, wait a minute, what scripture and verse is that from? Like, I've never heard that one before. It says, the, the Bible says that the sheep will know the shepherd's voice. The only way you know the shepherd's voice is by reading his word, knowing what his voice talks like. And he gives, he answers it's scripture. Okay? That is real deal, Holy Spirit loving you in an amazing way where you ask and you listen and he answers. That's, I, on, I, I praise him for that, is that you can have that type of relationship with him. You ask, he answers. You ask, he answers. You ask, sometimes, guess what? He always answers every question. He answers every question. Yes, no, not yet. That's how he's going to answer you. Yes, no, not yet. But you guys need to remember that. But it also says over here in First Thessalonians, do not despise prophecies. That's the reason why God's put me on this. What I gave you tonight is just the tip of an iceberg of what could possibly be going on in our society today. This is just in regards to the mark of the beast. This is just a tip. I meet with Pastor Jay, in fact. He and I try to meet at least twice a month. It's been about three times a month. We meet together because we wear... I like to call it as watchmen. Watchmen on the wall, Ezekiel 33. You're always watching what's going on out there and you report it to the believers. And it's up to them to do what they have to do. They need, each and every one of you guys, have to have your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ. How to discern all this information that I gave you. If you don't know, ask. If you seek, you'll find. He wants you to ask those questions. Seek and find him. He'll, he'll show you. But these are prophecies, that t- study of eschatology, that all of us have to be aware of. That's why I, I'm enjoying this journey that I'm on. Because I'm standing on a wall and I'm seeing technology explode before my very eyes. And how do I share this with you? You guys are like one of my first audience that I'm sharing it with you. Okay? But I share it with whoever I can on a one-to-one basis when I can. Just be aware of it, knowing that, that it is this possible technology could be that. But I also have to add in this, Syria. 
because there is stuff going on in Syria because that's hitting the news right now. The United States, first time we went ahead and, and shot some cruise missiles at Bashar al-Assad. The reason why Syria stands up as an end time thing is that when you look in Revelation chapter 9, it talks about a 200 million man army that marches off, off of the east and they cross over the Euphrates River. The Euphrates River goes right through Syria. Okay? And just recently, Turkey had dammed, they shut off the dam in Turkey and it stopped the Euphrates River from flowing. And there is a scripture in that where the Euphrates River dries up and this 200 million man army marches across from your point of view from the east to the west. The thing about this battle is that one third of the humans die. Six billion people live on this earth. One third is two billion people die in this battle. That's why Syria rises up as a red warning flag to be prepared because that's, there's Damascus in there. There's a scripture about Damascus or Damascus will be no more. Damascus is a city, a capital of Syria and it has been around pre-Abraham times. That's how far back Damascus goes. And that's still a city today. So heads up on that. That's the part where I'm sharing with you from an eschatology study of the end time stuff to you guys. Be prepared. I forgot to add a little bit of technology that I forgot to share with you guys. When he shared about nuclear, nuclear weapons, that graphene, they find that graphene can go ahead and absorb radiation at an exponential rate. So if they create the product and they throw it out into a place that has a lot of radiation, it will absorb the radiation from the area and they can easily dispose it. It will stick to it. This thing, it makes the nuclear weapon even more dangerous because they don't have to have a fear of radiation being around. Go ahead, wipe out who they gotta wipe out, take out, send out this graphene, let's clean up the area. Now we can go live in that area. Gang, this is, this is what it is. This is what eschatology study is. We have to be prepared. People get ready. Jesus is coming. Soon we're going home. All right? Thanks for listening, and let's go ahead and um, let's pray, and then we can. Heavenly Father, we know that you are the Lord of lords. You are the author of all things. You wrote the ending of the book in the book of Revelation. You told us that there will be hints and that you told us to seek your Bible daily. You told us to be like the Bereans, to dissect the word and read it and read it and read it. That's what we've come up with this. That's how you've put upon my heart to take that, to share with that with everyone here. You take those four vav, vav, excuse me, those three vav, 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 those three stakes for us. You've taken it so that we don't have to take it, Lord. You died on that cross for us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us, that you love us so much in an awesome and great way that we can be with you forever. Lord, we pray for your anointing, your Holy Spirit to come upon everyone here tonight, that they will hear your voice, that they will have a desire to hear your voice, and that they will obey. Not only do we have to hear your voice, we're called to obey your word. If you love me, you'll obey my commands, you said, Lord. 
And when you tell me to speak to this person, I will speak. When you tell me to not share with that person, I will not share. When you tell me to love on that person, I will love. Lord God, I just want to be that obedient child that listens to you and obeys you. I pray that everyone here will be an obedient child that listens and obeys you. I pray for your Holy Spirit to come down and live within each and every one of them. Pray that they will have the ears to hear, their souls will hear you, that they will feel it from the na'al, from the deepest parts of their body, that they will know that your presence is upon them. We pray this powerful, I pray for your powerful Holy Spirit to move and operate in Kekaulikie, Kamehameha, Seabury, the three schools that are up here in upcountry for high school, Lord. We pray that there will be a mighty anointing upon these areas. And we pray that your spirit will move and operate. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.